I just find that there's a lot of freedom in sometimes telling yourself that you don't actually have to love yourself. Like you don't actually, you don't, you don't ever have to stop binging. You don't ever have to like your body. You don't ever have to do anything. And it's so much more fun. It's so much, so much more impactful to start to make this change when you really want it, right? Like when you and your body are like, this, I am ready. I am ready for something different. Welcome to the self set. On this podcast, we're cutting the shame out of traditional self help advice. We're adding more self compassion to self improvement. Get ready to hear some unique perspectives and psychology strategies to help you embrace who you are right now as you become who you want to be. Let's get started. I am so excited for this week's episode of The Self Set. We'll be sharing a conversation I had with Renee Sager, aka The Self-Doubt Slayer. She's a rock star when it comes to helping people rethink diet culture, and she shares such a unique perspective on the topic of self-acceptance and real advice on how we can learn to let go of all the stress that goes along with learning to love ourselves. If you're someone who has struggled with body image, keep listening. So my name is Renee Sager, and I guess you could call me a life coach for lack of a better term. I feel that my my job is a little bit broader than that, that we'll probably go into a little bit. So I help women around food, body image, self-confidence, uh, kind of all of those things there three things that are really closely intertwined. And I ended up getting into this because of my own past. So, um, you know, I struggled with anorexia, binge eating, bulimia, alcoholism, like all of the things you can do to just kind of numb life and get away and, and try and control, like I tried to do it. And so I went through that for close to 15 years, like a mishmash of all of the things and finally kind of reaching the other side, you know, actually while I was in the middle of it all, I was thinking, you know, if I ever get out of this, I'm going to help someone else because this is the worst thing I've ever been in. And so I, I get to like follow my, my dreams and deepest desires. And I now get to work with women all around the world that are also at that point of, listen, like, I'm just so tired of food and weight controlling my life. Like I want to feel confident. I'm, I don't want to diet anymore. I'm, I can't diet anymore. I'm just exhausted by my relationship with food. And I'm ready to like really take care of myself and really own who I am. And so when they're at that, that point in their life, that's when I love to swoop in and we get to work together one-on-one to help them create and establish that version of themselves. And you touch on something that I think is so common about the way that a lot of us, you know, who struggled with body image issues in the past Mm -hmm. tend to think that it's kind of never ending. It's like, I'm always looking for those solutions or fixes Mm -hmm. to feel better about the way I look or to improve my weight or things like that. I'm curious to know, like, how have you, how do you approach those clients who are in that spot of wanting to, who just feel drained from this Mm -hmm. ongoing, um, you know, searching for fixes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they they're feeling drained. And a lot of that comes back to kind of just the, the diet industry really and tell and selling you this idea of when you follow this plan, you're going to be happy and life's going to be perfect. And, you know, something that I really try and teach my clients is 
it's never perfect. Like it's not, nothing in life is perfect or the same. Right. And, and so much of that suffering comes from that desperate desire of control. And I know that that was part of my story too, of just, if I can just figure this out, if I can just hit that weight, if I can just eat the right way. But the truth is, is that your weight is always going to be moving a little bit. Your food is always going to look a little bit different, but so often we're sold these like perfect abs and amazing butt and perfect meal plans. And like the people that are in those photos don't even look like those photos. Right. And those people's meal plans is like, sure. If you take one day out of the year, maybe we eat like that. But for the most part, it's like, yeah. And then I had some Doritos and then I decided to have mac and cheese. And it's just like way more loose, way more chill, way more relaxed. And when you can have that approach, when you can have that ease and that lightness around food in your body, you just get to like, okay. Right. Instead of clinging to this idea of perfection and control, because nothing is nothing. We can't control anything, right? Like nothing in life is, is guaranteed. And And especially for my clients, they come to me and they, you know, I'm talking 10, 20, 30, 40 years of restricting, binging, eating all of the things, Weight Watchers, Whole30, Keto, Paleo, like you name it, they tried it. And they're just at this, this point of like, what do I do? And so that first thing is to just kind of acknowledge it and let it be okay to not be okay. You know, because I tend to also work with a lot of really like just awesome women. Like they're super rad. The women that I'm working with right now, I mean, amazing. I want to be friends with them in real life and just they're awesome. And and that is it. That's like the kind of MO of the, of the women that I work with is they want to feel good. They want to like do awesome things in their life. They really want to be present and have fun. And so much of, of the diet culture and the control has just kind of got tangled up in who they are. And so what we start to do is we really untangle all of that. So then they can kind of finally breathe and uncover like, who am I really? Do I actually want this? Or is this just what I think I should want, you know, and really help them solidify who they actually are. When you talk about accepting where you are and being okay with not being in control, I'm curious to know what are some specific ways people can practice that sort of acceptance? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question and something that comes up a lot. And so, you know, when you're working, when you're doing body image work, I think a a knee jerk reaction or maybe a certain expectation that women come in with is they need to really like their body you know, and if they're at a place of hating their body and, or being completely detached from their body, which is often the place that I find my clients are at, they're really heady. They're really, again, smart, they're driven, they're motivated. And when their body is giving them physical cues, like, Hey, I'm tired or I'm hungry, or I have to pee. They're like, Oh, we're just going to keep pushing. Ah!" And so there's really this kind of extreme black and white way of thinking. And For you to expect yourself to go from, I hate how I look to, oh my God, I'm so hot. Like that is so unrealistic and it's never going to stick, you know? And this is the same thing why just, you know, spewing off a hundred mantras a day that are so Pinterest worthy, aren't going to move the dial at all for you because if they aren't real, if it doesn't land, if you can't really sink your teeth into 
it's just like, it's empty. It's just so empty. It's just going to fly away. And so to move into that acceptance piece, coming back to, I don't have to love my body. An, an example that I use all of the time, because I do not like rain. I want sunshine all of the time. I want to live in like Santa Barbara, California. That's my ideal climate, uh, but I don't. So I have to deal with rain and wind and just gray weather. And I hate it. I hate it. It's just, ugh. it just is such a downer to me. So when it's raining, I kind of have two options. I go outside and I scream at the rain and I'm like, why are you ruining my life? I hate you. And I just have a horrible day and I stomp around and I throw things and I'm angry and I'm mad and I just wish it weren't that way. Or I look outside and I'm like, mm, that sucks. Like I really wanted to go for a run today. Guess that's not going to happen. Maybe I'll go to the gym. Maybe I'm not going to do anything. You know what? Maybe I'm just going to lay on the couch or maybe I put on a rain jacket and take the dog for a walk, but wanting it to rain doesn't make it ever stop raining. All that it does is create tension between what's actually happening and what you wish was happening. And so that acceptance piece is just meeting yourself where you're at. It's raining. This is my body. It's raining and I don't like the rain. This is my body and I don't care for my body, right? Like really being honest and real with yourself and not just like, okay, I'm so beautiful and body acceptance and everybody is beautiful. And I just, I'm, I'm amazing. No matter what my body is strong. Like if none of those land for you, it's going to feel, it's going to feel like a waste. And so to move from where, where you may be at, I always ask clients to think about where they're at and then write out a couple of things that they can actually believe, you know, and sometimes me saying these things like I have a body or this is my body and I'm working on accepting it, or these are my legs. These are my arms. This is what a stomach looks like. You know, you don't have to blow all this positivity smoke because it's, it's really going to be a disservice to you. And so the more just honest and authentic, you can be and meet yourself where you're at. It's actually going to help you move further faster instead, because, because if not, you're going to be like, okay, my body's beautiful. And then you're going to go right back to, oh my God, I'm ugly. I'm hideous. I'm fat, blah, blah. And you're going to kind of take it back to the start line. And so you're just going to keep like going five steps, moving five steps, going five steps forward, moving five steps back. And so it's, it's going to be a lot more efficient to take these baby steps forward. And then, you know, when you think about that over the course of a year, that's a significant difference, but we tend to want to jump to like the big, the extreme, the 20 pound weight loss, the fast, the, this, the, that, the immediate body transformation. And I get it. We're kind of wired that way. We're kind of wired to want that kind of change. And it sounds awesome, right? Like many of us bought into that into the beginning, but then you reach a certain point where you're like, okay, that's not helping. It's not working now. What? And so that's then kind of where this like okay, I'm going to stop arguing with myself and I'm really going to lean into myself. I'm going to acknowledge. And, you know, truly what this all kind of comes back to is ultimately taking care of yourself, right? Like I mentioned, the women that I work with are very heady. They're very, you know, externally driven. They're very goal motivated. And so it's very detached from their body. And I think there's this fear that if, if you listen to your body, you will give up. If you listen to your body, you can't ever change. If you listen to your body, you're just might as well roll over and die. Life is over. 
And that is also not it. Body acceptance, accepting where you're at, accepting who you are does not mean you can't change. It just means you stop fighting with reality. And it is actually, again, from that place, when you get honest with yourself, that you can then start making that real change. Wow, that was perfect. I love that. And yeah, you touched on such a good point there, like about how the difference between when we are shooting for this like perfect image or, you know, we're kind of fighting ourselves along the way versus, mm-hmm. yeah, when we actually accept ourselves where we are right now mm-hmm. and make those type of changes or improvements. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I love that you've just touched on that. I think also another thing you touched on that I thought was interesting is the idea that we always try to look for that quick fix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with social media, I think that's also really like a reason why we do that because I think posts there's the posts that get the trendiest or whatever are the ones that are like a woman lost 200 pounds and changed herself, like whole different, the before and after photos. Mm -hmm. And it makes you think like, Oh, that is possible to change yourself completely so quick. And I should just do that. And yeah, I'd love to know your thoughts on that. And like the and 90% of, yeah, 90% of that stuff isn't even true. Like truly, honestly, a lot of those people were already thin to begin with and they were paid a ton of money to gain weight. And so the before and after are actually reversed. It's not actually that way. Or, you know, there's a video going around that's kind of viral right now that is, um, I think it was with Victoria's Secret, I'm not sure, but it was this girl shoving like, um, like butt pads into her leggings and she was doing a fitness ad. And it's like, I mean, it's not even real, right? It's not even real. And so I think that that's such an important thing to acknowledge too, is that, you know, and especially in the day and age of the Kardashians, I mean, you know, some of those memes crack me up where it's like, you're not ugly, you're just broke. And it's like, ah, there's a little bit of truth to that, right? Like they have a ton of plastic surgery and they get stuff done to them all of the time to maintain that. And listen, if you want to do that, that's fine. There really is nothing wrong with it. But I think it is so vital for women to be following other women that look like them. Like this is one of the first things I suggest to all of my clients is go through your Instagram and unfollow all of the people that make you feel like garbage and that make you feel like you should be smaller or you should eat better or you should just be more motivated and pluck them out and then go back through and refill your social media with women in normal looking bodies. Like that just kind of look like you. They got some stretch marks. They got some hairs growing out. They got some zits. They got some blemishes. You can see their pores. They just like got some bumps and whatever's here and there. Like really make sure you're looking at that kind of imagery on a regular basis. Because if all your brain has been consuming for the last decade are these airbrushed, photoshopped bodies, you will never be enough because they're not even real. Like their body isn't even their body. And so, you know, we can't, we can't know for sure on social media, who's real, what, and blah, blah, blah. And it's only getting worse as we go through, but there are so many accounts out there that are like, make it a point to not add the filters, to not airbrush and to be really honest. And, and, you know, I try and make it a point too, to share unflattering photos, because the thing about photos is it's like quite literally a snapshot. I mean, it's a 
half a second, you know, and, and with photos, photos are one of the hardest body image things because you, you can look fire one morning and then you get in a photo and you're like, you know, it's like a downward angle. And so there, your chin is there and then your hair looks weird. And, and like, it's just not flattering, but then three seconds later, someone's up, the lighting is good. You're in a good stance. You're like, Whoa, you know, so really, you know, acknowledging all of that, you know, I, I think it's super helpful to bring in some lightness and fun. I do that a lot in my work. And that's something that a lot of my clients like, because some of these topics are really heavy and go back, you know, to childhood and being, being, you know, treated poorly and restricted and going on diets and made fun of and all of these things. And so I think when we can bring some of that lightness, it just, it just helps the whole process just go a little bit easier because when we, when we feel lighter, we're just, we're looser and we're more receptive to change versus that kind of going back to the beginning of the control of like, okay, I'm just going to get it right. I'm just going to eat all the things. I'm going to do all the workouts and I'm just gonna be the perfect girlfriend. I'm going to be the perfect employee. You know, it's like, ah, let's just calm down and take it a little bit easier and, and take some breaths and remind yourself that it is actually okay to be you. It is actually okay to relax, which a lot of, of women really, really struggle with. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's that acceptance, especially acceptance of yourself, despite yeah, the, all these messages mm-hmm. coming at you, all this way that we've, our, yeah, our society has changed to where it's like, you don't even know what's real or not on mm-hmm. like in photos, like you said, mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's funny because I think back to like when magazines, you know, were so much more yeah. popular. That was the thing of like, oh, magazines are Photoshopped. It's like, okay, yeah. I can understand that a photo yeah. cover on a magazine's not real. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, on social media, it's just a woman at a coffee shop and you think, you know, that, that, that you start to think that that's real, but even then yeah. same thing you just said, flatter, flattering, yeah. angle, edited, like, yes. Oh my gosh. And they have those apps on Instagram where it's just like, it, it gives you eyebrows and lashes and makeup. And it's like, what, you know, I mean, just like that. So, you know, it's easy to get sucked into it, but there are definitely certain things that we can do to kind of strengthen our own mindset and, and address our own mental health issues. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just love that. I love that you've talked about like both sides, the side of, oh, you're supposed to look a certain way. And then that, that struggle of wanting that control and wanting to take those actions to get to that way. Mm -hmm. And then the other side of like the, oh, but just love yourself, just love who you are. And like, oh, that's kind of hard to do too, because of that side and because, Mm -hmm. you know, our upbringings and things like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess I'd love to hear more about that, that if you've had clients that struggled with that side, maybe there's, maybe someone listening would be in that spot of like, okay, I know that social media is not real. I know that I should just love myself, but how do I just love myself? You know, like, um, because that is difficult with social media and with their upbringing and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this, this is same thing as the body acceptance piece is that I think I just find that there's a lot of freedom in sometimes telling yourself that you don't actually have to love yourself. Like you don't actually, you don't, you don't ever have to stop binging. You don't ever have to like your body. You don't ever have to do anything. And it's so much more fun. It's so much, so much more impactful to start to make this change when you really want it, right? Like when you and your body are like this, I am ready. I am ready for something different. And so a huge step is kind of having that real 
honest conversation with yourself of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be in this. I'm going to, this is going to be a process. This is not going to be three weeks and we're going to go through this. And, you know, it's, our brains have these blocks because I, I am very transparent in my marketing as, as much as I can be. I'm sure I've done something at some point that someone disagreed with whatever, but I really try and be as transparent as I can in my marketing. And I never promote weight loss. I never promote dieting. And I make it known that like, this is, this is like a life change, you know? And even though I have those conversations, clients still come in and week three or four of working together, they're like, okay, so this isn't a diet. I'm like, no, it's not. It's never been, but we just, it's like, we don't even know how to work on ourselves without dieting, because that's so deeply ingrained, right? We don't know how to accept ourselves without jumping to the, okay, love yourself now, right? Where there's just this disconnect of that middle area, which is where we have to be to start, start to change, right? And you also really kind of have to believe that you can. And this is where it gets a little like kind of cheesy and woo-woo-y, but it is true. Like if you really... Are, are sitting there kind of cross-armed and thinking like, okay, save me. I'm ready. Like, how are you going to fix me? Which I say that because that is exactly how I used to think. And I was a very miserable person. And I just, it was a, it was a dark spot for me, but I really, I was like, okay, fix me. You know, I was very just like, Meh. but when you, you get to this point and, and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to take the initiative here. Like I'm tired of feeling awful and I'm really ready to kind of transition in this life and not expecting it again to be overnight. You know, all of those, the graphs and stuff of like the, the line that goes up and down and up and down and then way, way, way down and then up and down and up and down and then up, 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 you know, that really is, is growth is, is change. You know, I talk to my clients about this all of the time on calls of this, like, you know, two weeks in, three months in, whatever, they're like, you know, it's just been a horrible week. And I did this and I feel this way in my body. And I, they didn't say this. And I just, oh, I'm questioning everything. And I'm like, okay, great. It's like, they're using this as if that's like a sign they should quit. And what it is, is like, oh, you know, you're just doing it. You're just doing life. You're just doing something new. You're just being a human being. And that expectation that things should be amazing and easy and lovely all of the time is actually like a really pretty toxic thought for us because then the second things get hard, the second we have a bad body image day, the second things kind of push back on us, we're like, well, I quit because it should, obviously I shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, well, no, you know, you find the signs you're looking for. And so you either learn how to adapt and you assess your own mindset and ask yourself, what am I making this mean? Or, you know, you make it mean I should quit. So, you know, a, a, a huge part of this work is kind of taking that emotional responsibility for your own life of deciding like, this is, this is what I want. And I don't have to be there, there yet. You know, uh, it's been super important for me in my own business. Um, but also with body image stuff too, is to really put your own blinders on because it's so easy to compare and you just never know, especially with food and body, you never know 
what is going on with someone else. You know, you see the person in yoga class that's super thin and she has matching Lululemon gear on and you can see her abs. You know, she may be the person that goes home and like just absolutely hates herself. She may also be the person that loves herself. But the same thing with the woman that you see is like, 45 pounds, quote unquote, overweight, where you're like, oh my gosh, you know, she could be just like a thriving sex life, financially secure. She eats amazing food. She travels. She's so happy in her body. We have no idea. So really kind of trying to take your eyes off what everyone else is doing and eating and how they're living and come back to what you want, how you feel, what feels good in your body exercises that feel good for you, the people that feel good to be around you and really starting to listen to that and develop that trust. Again, like you've hit so many great points there. (laughs) I love that you touched on also that, um, that, that nothing is linear. I think that's Mm -hmm. such a good thing. I think that's such an important part because I know in my life that there were times where I, yeah, felt very confident start felt like I was in a spot where I love my body. And then a change happens and my routine changes. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I am in that spot, like in a season in my life where it's like, oh, wait, I'm not really happy with the way I look, you know, my mm-hmm. body's kind of changing, or I just feel more like my energy's down. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's so easy to kind of beat ourselves up then. And then it's like, oh, wait, I fell off the track. And now it's like, Mm-hmm. And I love that you just touched on it. So like, yeah, you did. And that's, yeah. or like, there's, there's no track they fell off of. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. Like you're still on the track. It's the track just took you here. Isn't that great to know that you're still on course. Everything is great. Nothing's gone wrong here. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. Is there yeah. for people who are kind of still struggling with their body image and want mm-hmm. that help with that type of body self acceptance, uh, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram. I am at Renee Sager, R-E-N-A-E-S-A-A-G-E-R. I also have a podcast, which is a really great place for people to get started if they're interested in that. I would suggest starting at the beginning. I kind of go through more of the foundational elements there. And I think there's, I get a lot of good feedback from those beginning episodes. So the podcast that I have is called Ditch the Binge. And yeah, there's like 80 or so episodes for people to, to consume there. each episode of the self-set with a self-reflection question. Since Renee talked about body neutrality and this idea that it's okay to not really love your body every day, I want you to reflect on what that would mean for you. What would it mean to be okay with the way your body is right now? I think this is a great opportunity to really think about specific insecurities you may have and try to reframe them in a way where it's like, yes, I'm unhappy about my arms, and that's okay. Yes, I wish my stomach was thinner, and that's okay. Because the main point here is that it's so much easier to improve where we want to improve if we're not fighting ourselves along the way. The self-love journey gets so difficult when we feel guilty or shame for the moments where we don't like how we look. It's natural and normal to not like how you look sometimes. It doesn't mean that you're failing. That's it for this week's episode of The Self Set. If you liked this episode, be sure to pass it along to a friend. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.